Real people. Real opinions. Real talk radio. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic Hits. I'm sure you have seen the news at this stage about this story about the outdoor rave that took place in Dublin over the weekend with reports of between 60 and 100 partygoers attending. Now, footage of the party has been widely shared online showing a DJ playing music to a crowd in the grounds of a residential flat complex in Dublin city centre. Now, of course, this incident took place on Saturday night which was less than 24 hours after further restrictions were introduced into the capital, advising for no outdoor social gatherings under uh, other than with two households of up to six people. So according to the Irish Times, Gardaí broke up the large gathering of young people at the Oliver Bond Street flats in Dublin city centre. Uh, in a statement, Gardaí said they responded to reports of a gathering at a residential complex and requested the crowd there to disperse. Uh, they maintained a presence in the area uh, with a number of patrols conducted over the course of the evening and said that no breaches of regulations were detected. Now, the Dublin South West Inner City Local Electoral District, which includes Oliver Bond Street Flats, we were looking at this this morning, has one of the highest rates of COVID-19 in the country. And the district had a rate of 163 cases per 100,000. That's the kind of statistics uh, that we're hearing about at the moment, the per 100,000 statistics of population. And that was between September 1st and 14th, according to figures from the Health Surveillance Protection Centre. Now, today I want to talk about this mass gathering uh, of people uh, in, in Oliver Bond Street and ask if you think there should be fines issued to those who attend. Now, there was confusion uh, last night and, and early this morning as well uh, around the story because at first the Gardaí released a statement saying that they were not investigating the gathering. They said Gardaí are not inves- investigating breaches of public health regulations by those in attendance. They said social distancing, wearing of masks in public and uh, are, are and other such gar- guidelines are not penal regulations. However, it turned out uh, that Gardaí uh, earlier on today Uh, said that they are investigating the organisers of the event. And of course, there is a section 31A in the the Health Act that was changed, of course, for the COVID period, uh, which says that a person shall not organise or cause to be be organised a relevant event in a relevant county, it says, right? So essentially, you can't organise an outdoor, outdoor, indoor gathering or you could, you know, there could be legal repercussions. Today, we want to talk about organising such an event and when the county of Dublin, I suppose, has gone into level three with tight restrictions. Would you agree with fining people who actually attend an event like this right now or would you be against that? Many people uh, online have expressed their anger at the event at the event over the weekend. They feel annoyed that they are limiting their contacts, not seeing family and then watching an event of what appears to be up to 100 people take place. So I want to get your thoughts on this. Should people who attend a social gathering at the moment and break regulations be fined. So not just the people who organise it, which we now understand are people who can be prosecuted, but should the people who attend these mass gatherings uh, now be fined. 1850-410-494 or WhatsApp 087-188-0008. Anne, you're first on this. Good afternoon, Anne. How are you? Hi, Mike. How are you? Not too bad at all. What's your reaction to this? I think it's absolutely disgraceful. Yeah. And... Um, I think they must all be brain dead in Oliver Bond. Now, I lived in Oliver Bond years ago. Mm. And um, it is. I mean, what's going to happen is people like them are going to go into the post office one day and there's going to be no money, not for disability, not for lone parents, nothing, because of 
we're going to have the economic crash and there's going to be no money. So um, what, what do you think, what, what, and I suppose it's unfair to say everybody in Oliver Bond is brain dead. I mean, there's, there's a, lot of, a lot of the community have come out and said uh, that they're completely against this. And unfortunately, yes. in a lot of communities like Oliver Bond Street, there is not a damn thing the community can do about these uh, thugs organising events. And of course, and now we know there's, right. there's other investigations into narcotics and all that, but we leave that aside for the moment uh, because <laughs> we're talking about the COVID regulations. But uh, the mentality, in your opinion then, Anne, around groups of of young people who will do this when the Taoiseach has come out and said that there must be no uh, social gatherings and that we're at a turning point and breaking point in, in, in Dublin. What's the mentality, th- do you think, of these I, people? I, I, I honestly don't know. Do they think that they're untouchable? You know, um, my husband's mother died in April from the coronavirus. I'm sorry and, to hear that. Yeah, and from March last year, even in the house, because I have chronic insema, I wore a mask and I hadn't sanitize every mm-hmm. time I go mm-hmm. out. Um, what I don't understand is, what is it worse, Sarah Gone? Since, since, you know, we have been on level three, it seems that people have got worse. If you were here last night and heard the commotion where I'm living and, and the young people, and nobody seems to care what they're doing, nobody, um, I think they should get a fine. Why? Were, were, there, were there house parties in your area? Um, Fireworks and, right. you know, a load of children on the road with these rockets. Yeah. Um, you know, and no no parents seem to, you know, there was no adult, no nothing. I don't know. What is wrong with, with, with the parents? What is wrong with these young people? Because it is, it, this virus is affecting all of us. And look at the poor publicans and restaurants and that, but that can't open properly in Dublin. Uh-huh. You know, um, I know under any other circumstances, nobody would care if they had a rave once they weren't, you know, interfering with other people and they finished at a decent time. But this is not a good time. Yeah, I suppose this, in particular, the timing of it is just a kick in the face to everybody. It, uh, I who I suppose we, we all had, and, and look, no one likes our Tisha coming out to give these state of the nation addresses. I think no matter how much you, you know, you begin to live with this damn thing, when these big announcements happen, it, uh, big announcements happen, it does kind of, you know, release that anxiety in you. It's for God's sake, is this going to end? Right, let's give it one more try. And then you see this and you kind of go, it is a kick in the face. But It is, it is. And I mean, like, it's kind of like saying, well, you know, we don't give a damn what you say. You know, you're only speaking uh, BS. So we're going to continue as normal, you know, as well as our lives work. Now, I want to, like, say that I don't, didn't mean that everybody you know, but part of I, know, I, know I know you didn't I know you didn't but what I meant was that these people that are attending and the person that was playing the music mm. absolutely he should I, I, get I, yeah, I, yeah and I, I get, get some sort of penalty but I mean I, I think that's the audacious uh, sort of element to this that whatever about having and, and I know there's another story doing the rounds at the moment that someone who went up to do their harvest up, uh, up the hills or whatever came across a group of, of, of not so young people uh, having some sort of party as well so it's obviously not just isolated Oliver Bond you know? no, but, 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 but at least you could say that these guys I'm seeing floating around social media went up the mountains uh, and they tried to hide it these guys got a bloom and a marquee with a DJ in it which is just well hold on like three weeks ago somebody put a marquee up here in their garden where I am right um, I'm at 
the other side of Dublin, um, and I could not believe it. Now, fair enough, they, they were quiet after such a time, but there was people going in all day long. People right. were staying there, people were coming out. They okay. were at, like, a 30th birthday party. Okay, well, hang on a second, Anne, because I want to speak to Fran. Fran, you're live in Classic Kids. How are you, Fran? How are you doing? So what's the story here? Should fines be dished out to these young people who are attending these events? What do you reckon? Not a hope in hell. Why? Well, when you look at what the government are saying, right? Yeah. Look at the facts and look at the figures, rather than what they're trying to portray. The figures, like, I mean, 200 people with cases. Cases does not mean hospitalisation. Cases just means you had or have the virus. When you take that into consideration, 200 out of 5 million people is not bad. Even if you take the population of a million... But you're, you're, you're talking about cases now, so we're talking about two to 300 now a day, not, not, not yeah, overall. Cases. Yeah. They're just cases. There, there's no reference to what the cases are, whether they've had it and are still tested positive or the false positives or the false negatives. Yeah. They're making figures up as they go along. Like the main, okay, and like the I, I, and Fran, don't get me wrong. I'm open to debate on all of this, but as it stands... The, 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 and, and, and those in charge at the moment of public health are saying that it is not that, that is, is not if you've had it, it is that if you currently have the virus. But I, I fully understand where you're coming from. There's lots of right. different debates happening about there, this PO, there PCR is, test. There is one train of thought. Like, I mean, there's only one train of thought. Yeah. There is no other opinion except the government on that. Now, you have other people who are saying totally different, who are not getting a chance to wear their views. You have the likes of Sweden who has been blackened just because they didn't do what Europe told them, but they seem to be doing all right without half the restrictions we have. What you have is you have scaremongering, and that's what people are doing. Yes, I do understand there is guidelines there. Follow the guidelines reason or for a government to turn around and lock down certain areas of, of Ireland. I think that is absolutely ridiculous and they should be got away with. Like someone mentioned, I, I noticed there was an interesting debate on social media this morning in relation to lockdowns, right? And what a lockdown is and whether, whether or not Ireland has actually had this kind of lockdown term ever happened to us. Um, and like, I, you know, going around Dublin today, apart, I mean, apart from being advised not to leave, and I would advise everybody, by the way, to adhere to the regulations, don't leave. Let's get this thing under control so we can somehow get back to normal life. But it, is, it isn't a lockdown. By any, by any stretch. In fact, as my brother's... If you go back to March to the start of this, yeah. when Leo made his famous speech from America, yeah. everybody was, I would say, 100% behind him. 100% because we, we were all terrified. With figures, yeah, with the figures he was quoting. Since then, it worked out that the figures he was quoting was wrong. Now, they did not adjust the restrictions in relation to the figures they were talking about. Fran, he, Fran here's, here's the problem, though. Nobody can can categorically state that figures were wrong because those who say lockdown should happen and happened will say that the figures now have, have come in line with what you know the, the outcome of the lockdown well, if you, if whereas you those figures, like you who you say the figures, if you take the figures of deaths deaths this year is not too far off deaths last year deaths yeah, uh, yeah. the year before I, I understand the that deaths I, I under- the deaths have not increased so if this thing is supposed to be so contagious, why haven't we got a major spike in debt over yeah, the... Yeah, but you know the months? argument. You know the argument that will come at you, though. Because we had a lockdown. Right? Well, now, and, and, and by the way... I, well, and, yeah, and, and, I and, 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 no, no, no. And by the way, you, you mentioned at the, from the outset 
you, you worry you worry about people not being able to have an opinion that differs in any way. That is the one thing about this whole um, unfortunate situation we all find ourselves in uh, is is the is the lack of debate. I, I do find I do find if you say anything or you question anything that isn't in line, you do. You, 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 I don't know what's wrong with your line there. You are in danger of having the hand slapped off you. Yes, but like I mean, you have to like say. Dr. Marcus of Blue, he came out and said it was wrong. You had another doctor there last week who came out and said it was wrong. Immediately they're struck off and there's investigations into them. Why is it all gung-ho for only one narrative coming from the government and the health experts? Mm -hmm. There's nobody allowed to question them. Now, when they throw out facts, like what they call as facts, like being 20 or 200 cases, 300 cases, they're not going into major detail with them. Like, I mean, I could have it three days ago and get tested today. That's me as a case. Or I could have it during the week. That's me halfway through it, but I'm still down as a case. The problem, I can see what the problem is The most people in, in Dub the Dublin area. They're actually losing faith and they don't believe what the government is telling them. But let me, let me, ask, it. Let, let me ask you this, Fran, before I move on, right? Okay, your beliefs are, are, are that and, you're, you're, you know, I think everyone's beginning to, you know, question and we're all entitled to question things and all that, right? But are you adhering to the guidelines that have been set out? No. No. And how much, how, how not? Are you, are you wearing a mask in, in, no. in enclosed places? You're not wearing a mask? No. And have you, heard, have you had anyone challenge you about not wearing a mask? No. Are you social distancing? Uh not really. No, I wouldn't say I'm social distancing at all. Have you, have you, the business have, I'm in. have you gone to uh, any sort of mass gatherings, anything like that, maybe behind closed doors, that sort of thing? No, not yet. Not yet. Okay. But in a sense, you're living your life as normal as possible, apart from the restrictions that are put upon you. I'm living my life as normal as possible, regardless of what the government say, unless they can prove beyond reasonable doubt that what they're talking about is actually the truth. What, if you look at, we say, the opposite side of what you're seeing in mainstream media, this thing is ridiculous. As I mean, as I said, I quoted the deaths this year to last year and the year before. There's not much difference in them. Well, hang on, a know, hang on a second. Paul, you're live in Classic Hits. How are you, Paul? How are you doing? How are you, well? Yeah, look, it's, it's, it's dividing society. There's no doubt about it, Paul. There's, on, on the one hand, there are those who just believe every restriction uh, should be adhered to and get really, really furious at things like we saw uh, in Oliver Bond. Uh, and then you get the likes of Fran, who just says, you know what, I'm not even adhering to the restrictions. I don't believe it's any worse than any other disease we've ever had, so let's just move on. What, where do you stand on this, Paul? Well, I'd ask Fran to have a look at the number of people throughout the world who are dead from this virus. And the number of people, the number of people who are, who are affected with this virus, maybe you should look at those figures. Yes, the number of people affected. Can I? Can so, I yeah, one, one second, one second. Go ahead, Paul. Go ahead. Uh, Fran, you, you uh, sound a bit like the idiots that marched through uh, Galway last weekend, protesting against wearing masks. And um, I think it's people like you. And as long as we have people like you, we're going to be stuck with this virus. If people just did what they're asked to do for a couple of months or whatever it is, we might control this virus. We're not going to get rid of it until we get a vaccine, but we might control it. And Fran, I another question I'd ask you, have you got family or do you feel responsible towards your family? Well, Fran, can you hear us? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I was just waiting for him to finish. Yeah, no, he, he, he asked you well, a question. Do you, do you have family and do you feel responsible yes, for them? I do have family. Yes, I do feel responsible. Well, yeah, well, just I tell you something. You're not in, in relation to what... 
just in relation to what you said, like, I mean, you're talking about the debts that we had. How many actual debts did we have from the people died of coronavirus? How many actual debts? I think we have now, coming on 1,800. No, we haven't. If you actually look, do, do your research and look at the figures. The coronavirus and underlying conditions, not just coronavirus. So, you, so, so if you actually look at the figures, the figures are you, in you, around you, the 100 you, mark. You don't take the advice from the medical experts, no? No, I don't. No, Fran, the only thing I would say is... Sorry, one second one second before you ask that, Paul. One thing I'd say, Fran, and I think there's a danger in this. I don't mind debate at all, but you can Google search... To, f- to suit your opinion as much as you possibly can and there no, are no, enough no, there are no enough people that, online I know but there are enough people online which was produced by the HSA that the actual breakdown of the debt yeah it's only we say 100 people you're, you're talking about this you're talking about this 100 people that died from COVID alone that was that was alone, circulated online yes, alone right now yes I do understand we have in the region a 2,000 deaths but that's 2,000 deaths okay COVID and underlying conditions. Okay, so how many so people in this country do you know have an underlying condition? And when we talk about underlying condition, I don't mean 94-year-old cancer victim. I mean 23-year-old yes, uh, yes, severe asthmatic sufferer. I mean, I mean 35-year-old breast cancer uh, sufferer. And the time should we put into No, but, 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 but if you were saying, but if you were saying people with underlying, sure, it's only people with underlying conditions. Don't keep considering that only people with underlying no, conditions I, are no, very, I very towards the I, end of their lives though I that's the danger oh no i didn't can say I, under, only underlying conditions no like but that, mean, that gentleman quoted the fact and the fact is only 100 people died of covid alone so to put a country or a county into restrictions over 100 people out of 5 million I think it's a bit extreme. Oh, yeah, I, I want to check out that figure, by the way, because there's so much misinformation going, by the way, and I did see that circulating online, but let's roll back from that figure at the moment. We don't know that for, category, for, for, for absolute truth. If you go on Google, you can get a figure that suits yourself. But I, one other question I'd ask, Fran, is uh, did you watch the documentary RTEs on, on the, in the hospital in Dublin there with the people uh, that were dying from uh, the virus? Did you watch yes, that? Did you, did did you watch the documentary? Didn't touch did you watch you know? the documentary they uh, did on the cancer patients? Oh wait, they didn't do one on that. Did we're you not, watch the documentary they did cancer. on the head? Yeah, we're but not you talking see, about cancer. We're not talking about cancer. We're talking about COVID nineteen. You don't. You're asking me that I watch the documentary. You can make any documentary and make it as heartfelt as the oh, one they did. Yeah, yeah. I, think, I think what he's talking about is the documentary where they yeah, showed right. poor unfortunates in yeah, Ireland in yeah, hospital. Yeah. Yes, I do understand. Yeah, I, I yeah. do. I, I didn't watch it because, number one, it, it came from the government station. And oh, yeah. Two, Anti-establishment. There is, Anti-establishment. There is, there is other things out there which is, is highly contagious and yeah. killing people day after day, yeah. not just COVID. Okay. Not, not on the scale this is doing. Not on the scale this is doing. And by the way, people with underlying conditions, that doesn't necessarily mean they have to die. You know? Yeah, that, and, 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 and that's what I was saying, and that's the, that, that's a dangerous yeah. place for us to get to. Although, no, I, although I'm all up for debate and, and figures and facts and, and, and trade offs and all the rest of it, just be careful the the, the narrative of. You know, and I saw no, that. I, I, I saw. I'm no, no. One disregard. second. Now. When I, when I saw that figure come out, and I saw the sort of celebration happening. Well, it's only a hundred people. Clearly, now that we need to stop all this madness. Well, hang on a second. Just because someone has an underlying condition doesn't mean that they yeah. deserve to lose my, time my off wife, their lives. My wife, my wife is one of those people that has an underlying condition, and she doesn't want to die. 
But if, if Fran had his way, I should be dead. Well, no, I'm not saying, Fran, oh, you're not no, saying, no, 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 I know, no, 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 no. You're no. not saying people deserve to die or anything you like see, that? You're, you're not actually listening. Like, I mean, yes, no. I do understand you have to follow what these so-called experts are saying. But there is alternatives. There is other way of tackling this, which we have seen through the likes of, we say, Sweden, which didn't do as much as we say we did. You know, yes, I understand people with underlying conditions, but yes, we can make exceptions for them and do things differently around them. But locking down or restricting healthy people from moving around because of, you know, it's not sort of demeaning these people, or people with underlying conditions, why are we restricting everybody? Listen, I I do have to move on. Just one more point to you, though. It is stated that 32% of people in Ireland have a long-standing health condition. Just just so you know, that's a a big percentage of people who are very concerned. That's yeah. one tour to the country, yeah. That's All right, well, listen, I, I do have to take a break. Hang on there if you can. 1850 or WhatsApp 087-188-0008. It's Mike Hogan in for Niall Boylan today. And uh, we've kind of, we've, we've, we've gone off topic a lot there, to, to, to be fair, as, as does tend to happen. But we're talking about this rave. Well, they're calling it a rave, uh. I, would, I wouldn't have called it a rave now as to what I know of raves from the 80s and 90s uh, but anyway it was, it was certainly an outdoor party that happened in the Oliver Bond Street flat complex uh, and it looks to be between 80 and 100 people in attendance at it a DJ and a marquee uh, the Guardian now are looking into it for various reasons but one of those reasons is to have a look at the organisers and whether or not to see can they prosecute them because that is in law however what's not in law uh, or, or uh, what is not there for, for people to be arrested or, or, or questioned is the attendance of it. So those in attendance uh, aren't in any danger at the moment. But I'm asking the question, as this virus seems to get more and more serious and heavier in the numbers, should there be fines dish out for those in attendance of these mass gatherings uh, in Dublin or any other county that finds themselves in level 3, 4 or 5 restrictions? Uh, 1850 or 087 By the way, if you go onto the Niall Boylan Show Facebook page, you can see footage of this uh, party or rave as it's been called right across the board today. Uh, in Oliver Bond. Uh, I want to get your reaction to it. Should the people who attend these events that everyone gets so infuriated about during lockdowns and restrictions and so on, uh, should they be punished in some way, shape or form? Because at the moment, it's not illegal to attend something like this. I would strongly advise you not to attend it, by the way, just because I'm saying on the radio, it's not illegal. If that's news to you, don't suddenly decide you're going to go to some sort of rave tonight. Uh, Don't do it. Stick with us on this one, but uh, should there be fines for those in attendance of events like this? Uh, so let me go to, we're going to go to Liam, you're live on Classic Hits. How are you, Liam? How you doing, Mike? Not too bad at all. I was to say, so I think everybody's picking on this place because of the reputation Oliver Bond has. And okay. It's ridiculous. Like, there was 100 people. Nobody's mentioned that the Dunleary market had about, I'd say, easily seven or eight times that many people on Saturday. The yeah. place was absolutely rammed, but I don't people I don't hear people giving out about Dunleary or Marley Park this weekend was absolutely chocker block, and it wasn't kids, it wasn't teenagers drinking cans and smoking splits, it was adults yeah. out drinking their Starbucks, now drinking their Costas, and now having their chatter and pushing prams yeah. around. No, look, I, I get it. I, I get and it. Everybody's just like, oh, we'll blame we'll blame Oliver Bond. This is a disgrace. Oh, because it's a a county council or a Dublin City Council a residential association we'll just blame them and we'll 
throw aspersions towards him and give out. About I, 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 I don't know. I mean, I, I think that if there was if there was a video doing the rounds of I don't know Black Rock or or, or somewhere else, Darky Kalini uh, with a no, bunch of people. With, it, at a it, I know. I no, do think. I know. I do. I do think it would go viral in the same way, Liam. Now the the, the, the commentary the commentary after it might be different, but I think people will be pretty cheesed off. No, I think they're getting away lightly. Look, I mean, nobody here is rang up. Bar myself now to say about Dunleary. Nobody here, nobody's rang up here to say about the fact. And here's one for you: Bray this weekend. People were reported to have driven from Swords to Bray to get a drink this weekend. Mm. There was reports of restaurants running out of food because they were so busy. Well, I, I, I did. I, we had this conversation. Well, we, we, no, we, we had this conversation in the office actually before coming to air, and I did say that. I did say not, not in relation to the park. I'm not. I'm not in agreement with sorting out a rave. It's just whatever about it. Even if it's, you know, not as unsafe as you might think. It, it, it's a two fingers to their community. No matter what you think, like going to the shops or going to Marley Park is different. We've been doing that during lockdown anyway. Even the height of it. Yeah, but, what, but setting if, up if a disco, a rave, come on now, it's a different story. If having a, right, well, fair enough, if having a rave is giving two fingers to the community, what's 800 people showing up at a market in Dunleary? I know, but that's, sorry, I, I never... I never. I, fingers. Yeah, I never finished my point. People, I, driving, people driving from Swords mm. to Drink to drive back to Swords from Bray. I never Not fi- only I, are they I, I, breaking I, yeah. the rules about leaving Dublin, they're also potentially drinking and driving. Yeah, I never finished my Nobody's point. Right, one second, will you let me just speak for one second? I, I never finished my point in saying that we were discussing it in the office and I did point out how come uh, there are all these restrictions in relation to restaurants and so on when you go into a big shopping centre or whatever and it's absolutely jammed when I say absolutely jammed that's a slight exaggeration but there's no real room for social distancing so I don't understand how they can call one thing a lockdown and then allow all these other things or lock something up and not lock lock other things up my only th- thought on it is that they have some sort of scientific medical proof that it is coming from the likes of restaurants and parties well, there was three clusters out of the whole time that the restaurants were allowed out and back up. Only three clusters were related back to restaurants. Okay, but this was put to bed over the weekend. This was put to bed insofar as they're not looking at where the virus was. They're looking at the, where the virus is going. Uh, this was said by Professor Philip Nolan as well. Uh, he said that the reason you're seeing it in homes all the time is because that they're just testing in the home. So it becomes a home cluster. They're not going back. To, to restaurants and, and pubs to find contacts because they just can't simply do that. They don't have the resources. So the, the, but no, no, their, their assumption is, their assumption through worldwide statistics and studies is that it comes from socialising. And the only socialising we currently have in an indoor setting in this country are restaurants and gastro bars. And from today onwards, outside of Dublin, pubs, wet pubs. Right, well, if you look at the amount of money being pumped into these restaurants and gastro bars to become more compliant, mm. at least you can control the amount of people from the amount of households sitting at a table in a restaurant or gastro bar. Yeah, at the moment, we can't control the amount of people going to my house or going to your house or going to Joe Blog's house down the road and I'm having 10 people in the house or 15 people in the house. Yeah. At least if you opened up the restaurants and the gastro bars and the pubs, you can then say, right, you have to have X, Y, and Z in place. You have to be certified. Yeah. And then you're taking people out of those house parties. You're taking people away from these raves. You're taking people away from Dunleary Market or Bray and people that are breaking the rules. And you're giving them no excuse. Okay, Whereas but- at the moment, what we're doing is we're taking away a means to socialise and expecting everybody to sit there in their house looking at the four walls and running out of Netflix to watch. Okay, fair enough, right. But let me ask you this question. Have you seen the footage of the Oliver Bond yeah. party? Right, fine. Now, I I think it's I, I don't think it's fair to compare 
Dunleary Market with a load of people in an outdoor setting, distancing as much as, as is possible. Oh, there was and, Mar- and Marley Park to a group of people in a, in a cluster, essentially, on each the other's shoulder. Market, to be fair, the Dunleary Market was practically like a shooting fish in a barrel. There was no social distancing. Right, okay. There wasn't social distance. They were jamming in there. Now, you know it sounds bad, but do you ever see the meme of, there was a meme at the weekend on the train, the Dart to Bray at the weekend. It was basically from a Middle Eastern country where people yeah, I saw that. There. Yeah, I saw that, yeah. That was basically Dunleary Market at the weekend. Right, so what you're saying is these guys are getting a hard rap on this. Uh, they, they, they've, they've, they're no different, essentially, than the likes of Dunleary Market or Marley Park or any of those packed... In fact, I would go so far as to say that they're better because it's only 100 people versus seven or 800 people. Yeah. <laughs> it's only one-seventh I mean, the size. I, I, so, I mean, everybody's I, I, getting all bent out of shape about yeah. something that was one-seventh the size of Dunleary Market at the weekend. But the fact of the matter Park. is... I know, but you're, you're, okay, but the fact of the matter is that going to an outdoor food market, right, is not currently against public health advice. No, but the amount of people gathering no, is no. against public health advice. Yeah, absolutely, right? But there, there is no one essentially there to police that. So, unless they're going to stick guards or, or, or bollards or whatever going into the market, which maybe they need to do, or other markets or other public spaces or whatever. But you are categorically told that indoor or outdoor gatherings with more than one other family up to six people is not a goer. You don't do it. We're in trouble here. And then 24 hours later, you see this happening which is literally the complete opposite. It's just the two fingers as to what was said. Can you not understand in that sense? No, I, I can understand that, but you can't blame one area for a smaller number of people. No one's then blaming anything, one area. We're just blaming the no, small no, number of people. There, no, but you're, it's because it's all of our bonds. If this was... I don't think... Wrong, I don't believe... I don't agree with you. I do. And I don't agree with, with you. I don't agree with you. It's, it, it's to pick on the little guy. It's the lowest hanging fruit in the tree. Sorry, because you're from a deprived area, we should leave you alone no matter if you break oh, regulations no, no. or not. But you should treat people, you should pick holes in the same people out in Dunleary as that you're picking in the people in Oliver Bond. You shouldn't go, there's an easy target, there's a low hanging fruit in the tree of the media. Pick on them and give out and show, show outrage and post videos. Nobody's talking about it. Like, I mean, the guards... I drove to Betty's town on Saturday. The guards... I tried to pass three or four guard cars. Nobody stopped me. Nobody asked me where I was going. Well, I mean... Like, I mean, it's, I, you, I, can't, I, you can't give out about enforcing one side of the fence and then not enforcing the other side of it. Yeah. You tell, you, people are but giving like, out... I, 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 I know, but do you know what? There, there's a danger in... There's danger in Ireland and there's been a lot of talk about Sweden and I've read a lot about Sweden and I've read Sweden from Turgill... Just one second, just one second. Just let me make the point that in relation to Sweden, what they do say is that the population adhere to the guidelines. They're very obedient, if maybe that's the wrong word, but they'll say, do you know what? If you're saying that to us, fine. We'll keep our distance. Are we not supposed to go outside of Stockholm? Fine, we won't. Is that what you're saying? Grand. And they move on with life, right? But in Ireland, all you get is, well, it can't be, it can't be enforced. No, gonna, no you can't. You're, uh, what they need to do is they need to get guards now. People are going to pray. And I, just abide by the regulations. And we seem to have an obsession that the guards should have to have laws in place to, to stop us from spreading a deadly, what what's we've been told is a deadly virus. Why are we so obsessed by that? Can we not just adhere to the guidelines and move on? Well, the guidelines change every five minutes. What's the point? They don't the change every five, it didn't change no, every five fair, minutes. No, they set out a plan where the pubs were all supposed to be back open by the 10th of August this year and Leo and all his buddies were all like, oh, and this is our plan and we'll stick to this and we'll do this and then we'll be back to yeah. quote-unquote normal. Then they started accelerating it. And now they're backpedaling because they made a balls of a boy accelerating. 
So now they're all like, oh, we locked down this country, we locked down that county, and we locked down these. Mm. I know people that have spent three weeks in the UK, have been back here a month. Nobody's asked them where they've been. Nobody's asked them about quarantine. We've not controlled people coming from the States to go on holiday here. Places like people flying in from places like Florida or California, where this is rampant. We're not controlling any of that. We're not controlling the ferries coming in from the ports to go, where are you staying, where are you going? Mm -hmm. All it takes is one person. The people are saying to quash the the virus and get rid of it out of the country. I think New Zealand is a perfect example of that. Before you go, before I take a break, I want to ask this question, right? Because I'm as tired as this and in this as everyone else is. I'm exhausted. I'm exhausted even, you know, trying to debate the various different ways and the PCR tests and the the RNA and does it really bring up... Right. With all that aside, right, why then do you believe that a government, right, you may may think have their faults, but seem to be normal enough people with their own families and their own, you know, uh, relations with various jobs and need to survive, uh, you know, based on our economic... Uh, stability, why then would they shut account, the capital city of their country down if they didn't think it was the best thing to do? Why? Answer honestly, that. I honestly think they don't know what they're doing. 100% categorically believe that this government and Neffet honestly haven't got a clue. They're changing things so quickly, they're not allowing anything to set in. I know somebody who works in the HSE Okay, well then, the, the staff don't tell me that, don't give me it, I don't want to hear no, 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 it. No, I don't no, want to no, hear no, I know no, a man, no, I don't no, want to no, hear it. I'm not going into that, Mike, I'm not going into that. What I'm going to say is, they have told me that the test numbers are days behind. So even well, I think that was even said. Should... That was even said last night that these were seeded the previous week or whatever, yeah. right? Well, but well, okay, well, let me ask you this question. And I have, I have turned I, around in three hours. I have to move on. Are the UK in the same boat? Are Belgium in the same boat? Are Spain in the same boat? France in the same boat? Are Netherlands in the same boat? Do they all not know what they're doing? I'm just asking the question. No, some countries are doing better than others, yeah. and I think opening up the country is going to help. Okay, well, listen, I do have to take a break. Eighteen fifty four ten four nine four. If you want to get in touch, Ruth, I'm so sorry, Ruth. Will you hang on the line for me? Yeah, no problem. Thanks a million. Sorry, Ruth, I spoke so long there uh, in relation to Oliver Bond and whether, you know, he thinks that they're, they're, they're just getting um, a bad doing here because of the, the area, essentially, and that uh, he reckons that if this happened, if these raves or parties or whatever happened during lockdown and other more affluent areas, they wouldn't get the same uh, doing over on mainstream media, as he calls it. Uh, anyway, 1854-10-494. The question today is this, and we'll move on uh, from COVID in a few minutes' time, by the way. Uh, the question is, should those in attendance of mass gatherings which are now advised against should they be fined 1854 or 87 Now Ruth how are you? I'm good Mike thank you. Grand. So Ruth there seems to be sort of some confusion here as to I mean I suppose they never did say Dublin was locked down per se but uh, some heavy restrictions but then some people are saying well hang on a second they're, they're not exactly enforceable so no one's going to take sure. them seriously. Sure, but I think, well, first of all, just to kind of, um, I suppose, like, talk back to some of Liam's points there. This is not about which side of the river that you live on, by the way. And I actually was one of those people with my coffee pushing my pram around with my eight-month-old baby on Saturday in Marley Park. Okay. Because it is actually the only bit of normality that's left for us. Like, to go out in the open air. We're not out in a flat having a party, having a rave, whatever way it was described online. Those people are people with absolutely zero respect for what's going on in the country right now. And yes, fair enough, it's not actually an official lockdown like it was back in March or April or whatever. But there are guidelines put in place that need to be adhered to. And it shouldn't be a case where it's one rule for restaurants who have to close 
Like, I know of a person um, who is a business owner and was stuck with €30,000 worth of food stock over the weekend, yeah. which he had to go then and sell at a market to try and recoup his losses. Yeah. You know, so, I mean, like, why is it that restaurants have to close then? They have to adhere to the rules, but somebody decides, ah, sure, look, we'll go ahead and have a party here in the flat. Yeah. And by the way, that could be also a hate on the safe side either. Sure. It's not happening. Like though. in you know, relation, the, the in, point is it happened there. In relation to the restaurant thing, by the way, I said it earlier on. But and, and I suppose it 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 sorted a little bit of the confusion I had in my head. I was the same as everybody else. I was like, why, why restaurants? Like why bars? Yeah. But uh, Philip Nolan and, and and others came out to say that the assumption is that it's the socialising without masks in enclosed spaces that is causing cases, which is returning that's, that's to home That's what places. I would think. And I, even when you mentioned about shopping centres there earlier on, like the only kind of differentiating factor that I can think of is the masks. Because, yeah. yes, it is. And like, I felt it myself. Like I went into my local shopping centre here uh, yesterday evening. I had a basket full of stuff. I put it in my left because there is a lot of people and it does still feel overwhelming. But I think the mask is the one thing that is probably protecting people. We don't have that in restaurants. So I think that's well, why shopping centres. Yeah, and I guess you've, you've, yeah, you've got glasses and, and, and all the rest of it flying out uh, onto the yeah. table and plates and, and cutlery being used by everybody, okay, washed mm-hmm. or whatever, but people using the toilets. So, so far, like, restaurants have been fantastic. Like, anywhere that I've gone to for lunch or for a coffee, I haven't actually gone out for dinner or anything. Yeah. But I have felt safe pretty much, I'd say like 95% of the places I've gone to, I have felt safe. And I think restaurants have done a fantastic job. Yeah, but me it's too. But it's slap in the face for them when 100 people can go and have a party in their own house. And I definitely think like... Now, well, bear in mind, bear in mind, this wasn't in a house now. This was outdoors. This, this party right. in Oliver Bond. It wasn't in a house. Was, as far as I can see, it was, it was outdoor. And I suppose that is what Liam's point was. Now, having said that, I think... I think Liam's comparison is a bit daft. I mean, in relation to... And I've seen packed places as well. My first opinion on this whole thing was, well, if they're locking down restaurants and bars, why not? Like, some of the shops I've been in are, are very, very busy. Like, you know, and I can imagine if transmission is going to happen, it's going to happen. Uh, yeah. but, but, but having said that, so he's saying that, the, you know, the, the two of them are comparable. They're not. This is a group of they're people not. on each other's shoulder shouting and roaring at, at a disco. So that, that's... Of course. And then, like, when there's alcohol involved as well, people lose their inhibitions. They don't care. All of a sudden, they're breaking people get more huggy and kissy and whatever else and it, it's a different environment and you can't you can't compare those two at all yeah I, I mean it, it, it's an unusual I mean, it, look no matter if you think that some parks or you know beaches or wherever are packed you can't compare and I would encourage everybody to go onto the, to the Niall Boylan show Facebook page and look at the video uh, you know it is a group of people on each other's shoulders they're dancing there's just it's, it's pre-COVID times there's no doubt about it so whatever you may think of that but it's, if anything it's a two fingers to everybody who is trying 100%. to adhere to this thing even if you don't loom and agree with half the restrictions we're all trying to do what we can do Exactly. You it's know, annoying and it's frustrating. And I hate the fact that you have to wear a mask now everywhere you go. But you do have to try and protect yourself and others around you. And it's selfish if you do otherwise. You know, I like I said, I've been new baby. And it's been completely the opposite of what I thought it was going to be when I was pregnant last year and all the things I would do with her. Yeah, of course. We've yeah. had to sacrifice. We've had to sacrifice not seeing family. We have to do it again because our family don't live in Dublin. Our families live in Leith and Meath. Mm. And we now again we're not going to see them because even though it's not the law, the guidelines are in place and that's just it. We're not going to invite them up. We're yeah. not going to go and visit them. So they're missing out on seeing their granddaughter again. Yeah. Look, there, there, is, there is heartbreak all over the place. Like I, I'm similar. I'm someone very, very close to me in hospital 
and the visits can't happen and they happen seldomly and sometimes when a visit uh, is is scheduled it's cancelled last second and this yeah. is happening and, 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 and don't get me wrong I'm not the only person in that situation there's people who have parents in nursing homes and all this sort of stuff which is really really heartbreaking or like no more than yourself with a new baby but people currently having babies in hospitals where their partner mm. can't go in even if there's difficulties and so on and all exactly. this sort of stuff is happening and I, I guess you know from these young people doing what they're doing you know, it's just, it's a two fingers to all of that. You're like, do you know it what? It really is. And that, that's my big problem with it. It's the, it's the lack of respect that's there. Because they'd be the same people then, who God forbid none of them will end up with a bad case of COVID and they might have underlying conditions and need a bed in ICU. They'd be the same people then that were giving out a bit to HSE yeah. and that they can't get a bed in the hospital. Yeah, no, you're, you're dead right. Listen, I appreciate that call. Thank you, Ruth. Thanks a million, Mike. Uh, take care of yourself. And thank you for all your texts and your calls on that. I'm sorry you didn't get around to even half of them. Uh, there's so many uh, texts, so many WhatsApps, so many calls. Um, but someone given out to me about saying the assumption. Uh, they are assuming that it's restaurants and pubs. They should not assume they should have facts. Well, there you go. That's an, a debate for, for another day. No doubt we'll have that. But yeah, that is the, the, the assumption at the moment through trends worldwide that it's socialising and they assume that maybe the socialising is then happening in restaurants. It's all assumption. I guess the whole thing is a guessing game to a degree. It's, uh, it's one of those things, isn't it? We, just don't, we don't have the answers. And for people who say, well, governments and the health service don't know what they're doing, you know, to a certain extent, they probably, no, they would admit it themselves, but there's some things they don't know because it's humbling to say you don't know sometimes when something like this comes along. Real people, real opinions, real talk radio. The multi award winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic hits.